Ducks fly together, lads. Yep, we're back. Hey, doopity doo 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 doo. Um, do you want Adam to finish the rest of the song, Daniel? <laughs> we can let him finish if he wants. <laughs> it was a Final Fantasy thing. It was not from the Mighty Ducks. I warn you now that is. I didn't. I don't know more okay, than, okay. than that. So anyway, though, uh, good old Daniel, good old Alex, we're all here. More bizarre adventures, Daniel. This is at your request. This is your episode today. Why don't you tell us about what we're going to be talking about? All right, awesome. Well, we finally got it onto the show after, you know, months of speculation. You watched The Mighty Ducks. Hey. And, man, this movie, nostalgia, the 90s, cheese in it. We all love oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's such a typical hockey uh, movie. Yeah. I know. But I admit, like, you know, like certain parts do hold up, but like, man, like there's some jokes where like you cannot make that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I ten minutes into this movie, I didn't know if I was gonna like it, and then it just picks up right away. Gordon. It does. Yeah. And at that first, like, you weren't kidding me about it being cheesy though. It's it's pretty funny though. It aren't like, you know, you you know what? You can always tell a movie is gonna be fun though when you can tell that the actors are having the time of their lives and the kids in this movie, you know, the scene when they're all skating around and like, yeah. that, I bet you for a fact that most of that wasn't even scripted. They just said, go skate boys. And, <laughs> and that's how it happened. Yeah. Such Some of it all around. I don't like, right. Like, okay. One thing I kind of take from it, like watching it again after so long is, you know, it's just like a good, like Disney movie. But then like you realize this Ronda franchise a year later. Like, they made a ton of this movie. That's true. Quack, quack, Mr. Ducksworth. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. I don't know, like, yeah, going back into uh-huh. it, um, the setup for it, uh, you know, it's like that simple thing, you know, guy gets off his high chair, Gordon Bombay, big-time lawyer. We see that uh, bit of trauma in the past. You know, his <laughs> mish. His missed uh, penalty, his missed uh, shot. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it kind of like bleeds into his uh, adulthood. He becomes a workaholic. Uh, what were you guys' first, I guess, impressions of the movie? At the beginning of the movie, I already knew I would hate. I I would hate the the coach. I don't really? remember his name. The other guy. Oh, the Coach Hawks coach. Coach whatever. Coach guys that, Joe Quenville. I'm kidding. <laughs> Okay, no, it pissed me off so much. By the end of the movie, I was so fed up with him. I know. And I think I was telling Adam this before we started recording. Um, a lot of the mo- like the movies that we've watched that are hockey-related, so I guess this one and um, Miracle, they're so Mike Babcock-esque. Yeah. And like this is like Mike Babcock would love these movies because there are certain teams who would – that would just fit his style. Like Miracle, that was literally, that team was his style. The Hawks in this in this movie was, you think about how they played, Like, and I know you didn't really get to see them play a whole lot, but just his mentality, it was so Mike Babcock-esque. And I don't know if it was, it was funny or it was scary. Yeah, it's, that's pretty funny. Um, when we talk about Mike Babcock, I always forget that, you know, he was the coach of the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. 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 I, I always forget that. Like, he's the one who brought them to the finals. Um, Good old Mike Babcock. he was a huge, high-profile guy. 
yeah um but yeah these these games like you know it's like that good old time i guess we talked not good old time hockey but that idea of like they want that balance in their lineup and you know that's it's such a huge throwback when you think about it where you'll have someone like fulton who's like that huge presence on the team and you don't have that anymore on a lot of teams now shea fulton weber <laughs> i like to call him shea fulton weber love that guy it was fun, and I think they kind of set the stage at the beginning of the movie. And what, and I guess you know, it was 1992 the movie was made, right? Yeah, right. So I, I guess it kind of fit with the times and the rough and tough type of hockey or the truculence, uh, mm-hmm. if you want to quote Brian Burke. <laughs> um, you know that it really fit that style, and I already knew. I'm like, man, this movie is completely opposite of what. The, the type of hockey that I usually watch or I, I enjoy uh, genuinely watching. Like there was parts of the beginning movie, man, they're just whipping these kids around. Yeah. And it's like peewee hockey and no one's saying a thing. Yo, tying Goldberg up to the post was pretty jokes. That was, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to lie. When I was a kid and I first watched this movie, um, I'm not going to lie, like, the first few parts, I found it so rough to watch. Like, when we first introduced to the kids on the ice, on the pond, uh, and, like, the limousine goes on the ice, and, like, he's like, yeah, just show me what you guys got. Like, I actually found it so difficult to watch them play. I know it's all acting and everything, but I'm like, well, this is rough. Um, they gave me that karate kid feel in that moment, I think. Well, when they reference the wax on, wax off. Yeah, where it's like you take this person that literally doesn't know anything about this, and you're like, okay, let's try to perfect this guy in two hours. It did that. Yeah, the movie felt a lot like that. Like, hey, these kids, at the beginning of the movie, it looks like they literally have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. Like, they're just kind of playing to play, right? Like, at the end of the movie, the guys are like, there's plays they're doing this they're doing that and like how long is the is their season it's like i'm sorry unless they're generational superstars and each and every single one of them are generational superstars no one improves in that in that okay before connor mcdavid and Sidney crosby it was adam banks (laughs) and gordon don't forget about gordon bombay he was almost there i know banks Almost there. Thanks. wanted it more. He was the Pat LaFontaine. He was like, what? What would have been? No, 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 no. It, it's not a. Wait, what, was that? It was like it was never a has been, but it was a never been. Coach Riley, I never been. That was yeah. Like, Yo, I shout see. out to uh, to Hans, by the way. Morbid. No, I'm Scandinavian. That was tad tad bit racist there. I'm Scandinavian. <laughs> I don't know, it's like, these are things, like, you don't think about when you're, like, a kid, and then you watch this when we're, like, doing these, like, these types of, sh- like, focused shows. You're like, man, like, how did I, like, overlook this as a kid? The some Oreo of these parts. Line. <laughs> also, you know the scene when I think it's their first game or something, and Bombay is just ripping into the kids, and the one, or is it practice, hammer, and the one girl character, it was very small detail. Oh, Connie, yeah. Connie, at the back. It's just you can see she's looking at her nails and like doing them, and like, all right. I could have never. Is noticed. that what we're doing here? I, 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 I could I didn't even notice that. She's just in the background, and you can just see she's doing. It's like, really, are we doing this? Is this where we're going? Yeah. Yes, that is exactly where we're going. Yeah. I guess it's an example of like, I don't know. I guess 
probably want that one. You know, I think it's just like that's such a trope. I think that it's you know, it, movies have outgrown it a lot. Like that whole like, oh, the female plays the sports, and like you just have to focus on that so much. And now there's a battle between the NWHL and the PWPHA or whatever. Let's not get into that. I don't. <laughs> I don't Adam doesn't want to get into it. I don't want to. I don't because that I is uh, you can't win that fight. You don't really bother. Okay, I know. Well, like, we n- talk, yeah, we talked about how like the Karate Kid esque type of thing. Um, <laughs> you know, what really bothered me was um their mismatched jerseys. Ever since I was a kid, it always bothered me. Like someone has a fly. Yeah. Man, I was telling Alex before we started. I mean, like, what is the league? Minnesota, the state of hockey, Margaret. Right? You can't even check your peewee teams to make sure they have enough jersey. Shout out to the guy. I think he, she, he was Connie's boyfriend, and he had the Habs jersey. So beauty, by the way. And in the classroom scene, he he uh, he stands up for Connie. Habs, I mean, the best time. But, uh, but yeah, you got, each other. like one's got the Blackhawks jersey. Their names are written in marker on the back. Like, what's going on here? And by the way, power move. This is the third time Alex will hear me say this. Second time for you, Daniel. Gordon Bombay. He asked about him earlier, Daniel. Mr. Power Move. First time you meet him, by the way. 30-0 in court cases. We don't talk about the one loss. That doesn't count. You get paid off. Gets done for DUI. Gets his driver to drive onto the ice on a pond where there are children playing hockey. Kisses one of their moms. Their dates her. Right. Ends up getting a tryouts with the Minnesota Wild, like sorry, no, the North Star, the North Star, the AHL team, yeah, AHL team. After wins a championship and all this kind of stuff, teaches his kids to dive, makes the playoffs with like one win. Like Gordon Bombay is is Mr. Power Move. I love him. I know. You were you were talking like, about his identity. You you were talking about before um, the 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 mismatched jerseys and stuff like that how about the fact that the goalie was playing with nothing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing you know i understand you know you, you can put kind of play with with uh no uh like if you're a player you can kind of play with no equipment on kind of mm-hmm. imagine being a goalie getting pucks thrown at you and just Standing there with nothing. Like, what was he wearing on his on his legs? Nothing. Phone books. Yeah. Like, really. <laughs> I love how it's it, it's such a rip on what goalies really are when they tie Goldberg up and they just shoot pucks at him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they're literally training him to go against the. It's always a joke of goalies have to go against human instinct and let things fly towards them and try and catch them. It was really hey, we teach you the goal. I am up. And we throw pucks at him until he has some sort of research. Have you guys seen the picture of Goldberg's actor today? Yes, yeah, it's yes, really yes. sad. Yes. Man, like 2015 to 2018, the cocaine hit him pretty badly. I won't, yeah. No, you can't. You got to watch out for that stuff. I was really unfortunate to the kind of thing, but like that was like one thing. And I'm like, man, because like he was part of like that whole trope kind of thing where, you know, where like the goalie is the weird person on the team where it's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they really ride with that one. But then, like, to actually see, like, this guy, like, you know, he was a decent actor. He had a lot of – he had, like, a few parts here and there. But I guess, like, after the Mighty Duck, he didn't really have, like, that huge part anymore. Mm-hmm. It was unfortunate to see. Yeah. Man. Sean Weiss, I believe. Sean Weiss? I'll look it up. I don't exactly know. But I'll check. Okay, I know I'm skipping really ahead here. Mm-hmm. 
like to the end of the movie, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay, uh, the, the final game where they were ba- now banks is on uh, district five, the ducks mm-hmm. and the coach tells the guy to coach Riley. Was that his name? Yeah. Tells him to tells the guy to uh, injure banks. And that I just lost it. Yeah. Sean Weiss. Sean Weiss. I absolutely lost it. I'm like this. This is total. Oh, and then he only got two minutes. Yeah, he literally threw him into the net. Yo, coach, shoulder first. The refs had something in their pockets, and I think it was the money from Coach Riley. Let me tell you. Yeah, it, it, was, it got me so upset. When I was a kid, like the most comparable to that was uh, Todd Bertuzzi. On- yeah. Steve Moore. I know that was like a retaliation thing, but yeah, I don't know. There was just kind of something where like, wow. I think like, yeah, the, that story, but it's kind of something when you think about now, it's like, okay, uh, we kind of know better now. Did the puck go in? Good <laughs> God. You well, that's such a hockey mentality. That yeah. is the, the most hockey mentality, like the most hockey player type mentality throughout the entire movie. <laughs> Get the job done. Yeah. Kind of thing. The Zach Hyman of mentalities, I'm kidding. Exactly. No, no. that's All, all, all around. I need three different pieces. I'm going to take this face off, though, Coach. I remember Jeff Carter did that. Uh, well, not his knee, but I remember he played with a broken foot in 2010 right. playoffs. Patrice Bergeron played with yeah. a punctured lung. I'm pretty I know. sure Parise had like no. a sternum too. Uh, no, no, no. They have to play injured, right? Right. All right, let's, right? Let's, let's, let's not get into this. Let's God not, damn it. Let's talk about so this extreme, extremely fun movie with some fantastic jerseys, by the way. If we're talking about like the final game, um, guys, how about the flying V? That was uh, I won't lie. I was waiting for that to come, and it didn't disappoint. I was just thinking, like, all right. That was also a little bit cheesy for me. When's it? Oh, but it was beautiful, man. All, I guess. Uh, underrated part. Um, I love um, Charlie's da- Charlie's mom. Obviously, is fantastic. To quote, to quote Charlie, a woman with many good qualities and men find attractive. Gordon Bombay. That has not escaped him, by the way. And that, and the other dad. And how they were like the only fans the Ducks had, and they're just yeah. so special about their one. Like those are your real fans. I love it. Yeah, so we kind of love, you know, the the parents' support, or and you know, no matter how bad a team is, there's always the dedicated fans. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and there's three dedicated fans in this podcast to their yeah. respective teams. <laughs> Wait, does your to the show? Uh, here and there, then my sister does, yeah. Yeah, that's good. We're slowly growing. Her We're then, growing. Alex, what did you tell me? Our last two episodes had 13 views? Ooh. Yeah, each. Which is incredible. That is a spike right there. That's like selling your turnips on Animal Crossing. You see, it's 187 a turnip. You think. Man, I keep hearing about that. I don't know what's going on <laughs> when people talk to me about the turnips. It's like stock market. It literally just sounds like it's a real-life game on a on a on a, um, guys, I, I it's spent, like Sims. It sounds like just a Sims or what the hell was he playing in the? Uh, what was Dwight playing in the office? Who knows? Like I, spent, I spent five hundred eighty thousand dollars on turnips. I made a million back. So like that's why can't they sell ducks instead of turnips? 
Mighty Ducks. There are Quack makes you duck. But yeah, you may have paid for the jersey, but you're not a real duck. I know he didn't earn the jersey, even though he like framed it of a PB team. That made me laugh. Man. Yeah, that was weird, man. <laughs> Can we talk about like, how Bolton is like? Sorry, Alex, go ahead. No, I'm like, it's a peewee team. I know. Like, you really gonna frame a jersey? I mean, hey, it's more I- of a like. No, like uh, my um, my family doctor has um in his office. He's like a big supporter of the local like minor baseball team, so he has like yeah. all the plaques for their stuff. Like I get it. Oh. Nah, but you met the lawyer. He's not your local doctor. Yeah, but it's a nice jersey though. <laughs> nice jersey though. Yeah, you know I uh I sponsor this team, but I know nothing about them. That's what the that's what the lawyer's like. Where's your where's the person you're talking about? It seems like he's quite invested with this team. Mm-hmm. Like, if I asked him a one, question, he would give me a legitimate answer. Yeah. At one point, I think, Alex, we you brushed on it, like, a bit, where it kind of, like, this kind of, like, irked me a bit, too. And I was a kid where uh, the state of Minnesota is, like, the state of hockey, in a way. And, like, when I was a kid, I was like, you know, this is a hockey movie. Why did they never do it in Canada? I know it's, like, the whole Disney thing, but that made me laugh. Yo, hey there, Montreal. What's up? <laughs> Toronto. You know, or, the um, hockey places of the world. Don't mind me. Did you like the uh, the Mike Medano cameo? That one was great. Was that actually him? Yeah, yeah, it was him. When he was still, like, a young guy. And the North Star still existed. Yeah, he was. He, he had been in the league for a couple years at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Nice of him to do it. I mean, that was funny. Nice it was Toronto. It was Mike Badano and some other guy who is Bart. No, I don't remember who it was. No, it was nice. It was pretty nice. I mean, I I think Gordon Bombay should have gone a bit more harder in the celebration when the North Stars won when they went to the game. But that's his name. Yeah. Yeah. But (laughs) that's what you're complaining about. But it's like something that uh, that's kind of like prompted up now that I kind of find like with. You know, like the wild are what they are, but well, they still oh, use that, it. like the whole state of hockey. Basil McRae. No, 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 no. Hold on. Basil, Basil McRae. Basil. Yeah. What do you mean by the Minnesota wild are what they are? Let's go into that for a second. Oh, we're going to talk yeah. about that? I don't what know. Mean, just like right. a, we talk about that identity. Like, who are they? No like, one what knows they what accomplish? they are. It's just like, like Montreal. We've had this discussion. Don't tell me, I, please don't tell me I'm wrong. We've had oh, this we're discussion go into this. so many times. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna because I'm not gonna derail the show like that. In fact, Iceberg. I wanted to ask you that. Sorry, I'm from you, but mm. I I can't tell you the last time I did anything and I laughed out loud as much as when Charlie whiffs on his breakaway and Gordon Bombay's like, "Nice fan, a few more of those, and they might get cold." <laughs> <laughs> that's so cheesy. The zingers so in this cheesy. movie are like they're great, but that's like it, uh, listen. If you put turn on any movie around like the nineties, I feel like they're all so cheesy. They had to get our attention Man, that, somehow. That chirp could hold up today, I think. That's a yeah, but it's a cheesy chirp. Hand up the W. Mm-hmm. Go for the W. You'll love it. You'll love to see it, eh? That all—that was another thing that pissed me off. That coach at the be- very beginning of the movie 
He's like, if you don't make this shot, you're not just uh, what was the what was the quote? You're not uh, just letting your stuff down. Like you're, you're letting, not laying your team down. You're also letting play. me down. I'm like, man, how old is this kid? He's playing pee wee freaking <laughs> hockey. <laughs> Mentions his dead dad. My God. The dangers of peewee hockey. Yeah, man. Like, they, hey, yo, crazy. Hockey like, culture. Man, I, like, hockey, like, you know. That hockey. still probably happens today, and I wouldn't even be surprised. I've been around a bit of, like, minor, you know, double-A bantam hockey when I was younger. And, man, like, yeah. those, it gets, it has got, it gets really, really bad. I've seen people... I think it was double or triple A. I want to say it was double A. And, like, yeah. people calling other coaches pedophiles. It gets that. Whoa. I'm not kidding. It is. It literally goes from a chirp to the next level. It's like going on Twitter. So, and then these are and then, But this is just, like, these are parents to coaches of players. Oh, I know. And it is. Mm-hmm. It, it, it gets, like, not to, you know, make this a bit serious. But, yeah, it, it's brutal. Like, you know, and people talk about, like, like, look at this movie and think, like, like yes, it's terrible. These kids are doing it. Like parents is back. We didn't see a lot of that in this movie. We didn't see the terrible parents. No, we saw like the uh, the concerned parents. We saw the hot mom. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Where's the lie? Oh, but like, I, yeah, I that, like that part of it, like you know, Garden Bombay kind of just went it. I don't like that's like it's been a funny thing because like you know this movie has the nostalgia factor behind it. There's so many people that have grown up with it. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, you know, this movie is what led me to loving the Mighty Ducks team. You like the Ducks? Yeah, you know, we haven't talked about it too much. Really? The Oregon Ducks, yes, the NCAA team. The Oregon <laughs> Ducks, get out of here. You ever heard of J.S. Jaguar? No. Uh, Who's oh, the, that? Le- the, the, the Leafs legend. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that one. I'll give you that. Yeah, you did, man. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, that it's like when you look back on all like the clips of this movie, it's same thing. Like you kind of like pound move, off, like I do, like disrupting these kids' lives in like a way, get, like every level. Um, I hate kids. I hate hockey. There's one that I really like where people are like, oh, the memories. I remember playing bantam hockey, and I would say flying V behind my goalie's net, and like none of the other players would know what the heck I'm talking about. <laughs> You think anyone's ever pulled off a flying V in a game? No, no. Like coach is gonna hate it, but oh, for the yeah. love, right? Yeah. When I was a kid, that was my dream. I'm like, man, I wish I was on a team that would do the flying V. Yeah, trip. You're gonna pull out, you know, in the shootout or something. Gonna pull out the triple deke. I would. Yes, I would do the shootout without my helmet, like Charlie did. Man, speaking of Charlie, isn't he just the best thing of this movie? Joshua Jackson. I, I love that kid so much. Before it was Dawson's Creek, it was Charlie's Ducks. It was Charlie's Ducks. Isn't the movie more? Yeah. Um. I don't know. Did you guys get like? I think you know what you know. I want to say we're gonna have the time, regardless, to watch these movies. Um, yeah, they're good. I, if you like the characters, like, like stay with it. They get really good. The jerseys and hint get better. I don't know if you can beat these first ones, Daniel. I don't know. That's a that's a pretty high bar you're setting there, bud. I am, uh, but you know, I promise if you stay with it, then uh, it'll be great. You know how you talk about the cheesy stuff in this movie? Yeah, it's really jokes. How you see, um, like, oh my God, Fulton destroyed the pane of glass. How much longer did Dion Phaneuf break two in one period? Um, Fulton 
puts a puck through a net. Shea Weber then did that in Vancouver. It's like, I, I love that. Like looking back on this movie, it's like, I love how cartoony this stuff is, even when it's actually happening in real life. Like, it's the, like the championship <laughs> and the Ducks won the cup in 2017. You know. oh, when when <laughs> by the way, stop. I mean, and if you want to know more about the Anaheim Ducks, tune in in our episode um, in a few weeks when we look at the Mighty Ducks. That's the 17th? Yes. That's it happens be- to be my birthday. Hey, you're going to be an old bastard. Quack, quack. Quack, 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 quack. Mixer Ducks were quack, and we're back. Yes. Gordon Bombay is now on the call, by the way, lads. Yeah. No, he's not. I'm he's starstruck. Sure. It's just Adam. I give your name on Zoom to Gordon Bombay because he's now he's my hero now. Mm-hmm. I mean, who, which version of him? You know, he had several versions throughout this movie, and he's a changed man. No, everything about him. Everything about him. The diving at at your core, except the drinking. I'm not a fan of that. But at your core, I think you're always the same type of person, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the love of the game, the kindness. Um, the wanting to kiss a hot mom is at Gordon Bombay's core. And that's that I relate to him. So to me, Gordon Bombay is a real man's man. Um, and that's why I respect him and I, I want to be him. So there's a show coming out, right, Daniel? It- oh, yes. They're doing a reboot for this. <laughs> and he's supposed to be in it, right? Well, you're yeah. you're joking me. No, no yeah, some serious for the. Oh, like I don't know how it's gonna be. Like, how is it? It's too serious. That's what I'm thinking of. I feel like people have become more cynical with, with with time. Maybe the refs will actually make calls. I know. I know. Like, I think I was gonna like mention this. I think like Alex, you also liked this article from TSN where they looked at the Corsi rating of the Muddy Ducks team. <laughs> like they're like they're actually. I saw bad. that. I saw that, but I didn't even. I didn't even click on. I didn't read too like, much into it, but it was pretty funny. Where like they looked at like the flying V. It's like realistically, like you know, you have the possession of the puck for a while, but like you know, how effective is that getting the puck into the offensive zone? Man, this is why I don't like analytics because they ruin fun. I know. Well, what? Last was time I checked. Last time I checked. Yeah, no, I get the peewee thing, but last time I checked. Uh, they're getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. So if Annalake says do this, you're going to do it. What? Children. What? The Oreo line are going to care about their Corsi. Again, that's what, if you listen to what I said, I said Pee Wee in Pee Wee, that is fine. But when you are getting paid millions of dollars and the analytics says, hmm, maybe this doesn't work. And if you actually do it with like legitimate NHL players and just not a bunch of peewee players who are just kind of sliding across the ice, it probably works there. It doesn't work in the NHL. And I am making a joke about like, why the hell is, who has the time of day to be like, you know what I'm going to do today? Actually, I have lots of time. The Corsi. Of a Disney film from the 90s. Uh, when there's no sports, you'd be surprised how much time people have. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm, if we want to go down that route, I mean, hey, whatever. I mean, there's a global pandemic. I haven't left my house since March 13th, so there's lots of time. The walks are getting away from me. 
<laughs> Daniel, I really like your jacket. Thank you. We're sponsored by Adidas now by this podcast. No, not, no, really. not really. I'm kidding. Not really. Yeah, I'm fine. I like a nice jacket from, from Adidas. Thank you. Um, yeah, I figured I'm like, you know, I should change things up. You know, I'm going to be in the house for a while, you know, utilize the wardrobe a bit more, you know, not just the sleeping hoodies. Um, is there anything else from the movie we need to talk about? Or can uh, I just keep fanning on about Gordon Bob? Yeah. Go. Overall, for me personally, I think it's just, it's a classic. I think for so many reasons we've talked about this on the show. You know, I love the Mighty Ducks. Love the Ducks now. Um... Yeah, I'm not like this was like when I first watched the movie as a kid. Like, this was a movie that really got me into hockey. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it kind of like spoke to you with the cheesiness, with the jokes that kind of last. And I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy to that so many people growing up that mm-hmm. it's it's been something that they're like, you know, these are like my favorite hockey movies, or this is what got me into hockey as well, or like even if they don't like. The Ducks, which ironically, they, they do still play kind of top-heavy, and they still have those, like, balance with skilled guys. Like, I remember, uh, who was it, Ron McLean, who said it two years ago, where uh, when the Ducks came to Toronto, where it's like, you know, you, you got to be careful with these Ducks, you know. They like to, like, play, like, you know, that fast, top-heavy game that, you know, they're, uh, what did he say? They'll drag you through the mud mm-hmm. yeah. if, you're not, if you're not careful. And, you know, it's so, it's such a, it's so reminiscent of how the movie team kind of plays where they still have that skill, but they also like, they still like, they don't want to let go of that size. Who plays defense? Fulton. Fulton G. Fulton. Fulton. Yeah. Big shot. Not much else. Um, good character. Though. Everyone loves him. Everyone. Who were, who were your guys' favorite ducks from this oh. movie? I mean, uh, Charlie. Growing up, I know like he's been on tough times now, but I liked Goldberg. I think just the goalie thing, but I think he kind of spoke to me where like you know, like he was hesitant about so many things, but he kept going. Yeah, I liked Adam Banks to be honest. I like that uh, that uh, skilled forward that has that calm demeanor. You know, he's not gonna be he's not gonna be your captain, but unless he's Jonathan Taves, I don't know, but uh. You know, it's just like that kind of guy where, you know, he kind of just went to the Division 5 because he had to. But he yeah. he went, he made the most out of the situation. He's like um he's like Patrick Kane in that regard then. He's I thought guy. yeah, I thought it was funny, you know the scene where uh it's the dad, it's uh Adam Banks' dad, it's uh coach Riley, it's Gordon Bombay and the league, I guess commissioner, whoever it was. And and uh, Adam's dad goes, you know, uh, he's either going to play on this team or he's not going to play hockey. And he just looks at his dad. He's like, "That's not fun. That's not happening. <laughs> like, I'm playing hockey. <laughs> I'm playing hockey." It's like, yeah, not happening. I hope, like, yeah, you you guys get to watch two and three because like he. You know, he kind of just comes in and he's like a guy that's, you know, remember when like they're not passing the puck to him? Yeah. So he's kind of like that outsider guy, but like he becomes such a fixture in the franchise afterwards. Like I'm, I'm excited for you guys to like watch the next two, just see his growth really? as a character. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Then. Yeah. Cause it did feel like very much at the end. It's like, here's just like, like taking away like the fun part of it. Like, look, 
looking at there's a guy one or two mm-hmm. scenes of his friends being tricks to him and then it's like oh he gets a concussion and then that's when the other guy's like hey we cool when you've already went head first into a goalpost if there's one complaint yeah. it's like yeah there should have been more with the Adam Banks character I mean his name's Adam so like he's already pretty rad oh, but okay. The best characters in these in these movies. Yeah, just remember, uh, keep in mind, uh, remember, he's a bit older. He's like a year or two older than his teammates on the Ducks. So just remember that as you watch number three specifically. Daniel, are you trying to spoil me right now? I'm not spoiling. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just setting, I'm just, I'm just setting it up. Wait, Adam, wait, so Adam, Adam Banks is an overager. He's like, because he's in the age range, right, for Pee Wee. Yeah. But like, he is like a year or two older than Charlie. He's the best voice play, you know, uh, to the older ages. So Adam Banks might be overrated, yeah. guys. No, like, like skate skilled guy. But so remember, he's overrated. Remember that. Remember that he's two. That he's a he's a few years older. Yeah. So he's an overager. <laughs> And you just said overrated. overrated yeah. did you know? So I, I'm saying no. I said there's. I'm just asking you the question. If he's overrated, probably. He's like Brett Leeson. He's probably That's overrated. Right. I said it, Tom. I said that. Yeah, I was gonna think that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. God, now I'm making. You're making it sound like they're gonna lose him in the in the third movie now. That's exactly what's gonna happen. And I, I'm not okay with. No, that. no, no. Like no. just you already you already spoiled it, Daniel. I, already... I didn't spoil it. No, just something happens that you're gonna have to be like, okay, let's let's think. Let's they think lose Adam Banks. That's exactly. No, no. That's exactly <laughs> I, what happens. If you uh, he gets a tryout or he gets drafted, I'm gonna guess. We'll get we'll get a movie. Yeah. I'm one second away from just searching up the plot of the movie. Please, no, don't, don't do it, man. <laughs> don't ruin it for yourself. Ruin it for myself. I don't mind seeing spoilers of the movie. Why? I like, I like watching. No, we got to like. It depends you know, on the movie. It's a slow burn. And then you guys are going to be like, man, that's so great. I wish I knew what happened to the Ducks in 2003. So it sets it up for the next. The next oh, he next gets drafted segments. to the Ducks. Okay. What player is he on the Ducks? Yeah. <laughs> Let's think about it. It becomes uh, 2006 Timo Solani. He be- oh, no, I was about to say he turned into a total prick, and that's what happened to Corey Perry. <laughs> I still love Corey Perry. Was Corey Perry to the- what year was he drafted? Two thousand three. <laughs> oh, oh, so he wasn't there for the Cup run. No. Um, yeah, it's crazy. They had the Cup run, and then in at the draft they got Getzlaff and Perry. Wow. Wait, 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 and they but weren't thought like bids their first rookie years, and no. they to be sent down. Yeah, they were sent down. If you Brian Burke talks about it all the time. So what happened to Anaheim? What do you mean? They had like Niedermeyer and Pronger. They just get Getzlaff and that, and they they're so bad they have to send those two down. What happened? Daniel, you're the the uh, Ducks expert. What happened two thousand three, two thousand four? Okay, so two thousand three, two thousand four. They were still playing in junior, so we remember. Uh... They didn't make the team right away because they weren't lottery picks. Right, right. was 19th, and then Perry was 28th. So what happened – sorry. So their first year was – what year were they both first in the NHL? That was 2006 because of the lockout. Right. So 2006, 2007, 
2005-2006 was the first year. 2005-2006, they started in the NHL. Yeah. uh, Because the year before, they must have played in the AHL then. Yeah. Because the Uh, AHL was still open. Or were they still playing in the CHL? They're still playing in CHL because they played in the World Juniors. Right. Because that was like – remember that team where it's like stacked where – because of the lockout, like the first line was like Crosby, Bergeron, and Barry. Anthony Stewart. Yes. Can't forget Anthony Stewart. Okay, so 2005-2006, Perry and Getzlaff start in the NHL. And that's like the huge transition for them because like 2003 was a huge run, but right. what happens – I know we're going to talk about this after, but we'll talk about the specific on the run after. But like okay. yeah, what happened in 2006 is um, big uh, – so in 2004, they were really bad and because Paul Correa left as yeah. captain – that kind of like doomed them. Yes. And then 2006, like when the lockout was ending, that was when the Devils kind of couldn't sign everybody anymore. So Scott Meyer played her. So mighty. That was crazy. That was a kid. And the Ducks uh, and also had Rob, did they not? Wasn't that one of the yeah, things? Yeah, they had Rob, they had Rob so right? Yeah, that's why like Scott wanted to be like I want to I want to win my with my brother. Yeah. So he makes the move to go to the Mighty Ducks, but they still have like a bunch of like big contracts that. All right, I say I say we cut that there. Okay. Because as as we know, on the seventeenth we will be talking about the Mighty Ducks Cinderella run. I'm sure around there, Daniel, mm. you're gonna love to talk about the lead up, the aftermath, fallout of that team. Okay. And all Sorry, that. I got me, got me too excited. Alex's question you know got me too excited. That, that's a preview. That's a preview. Okay. If, 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 what I've noticed about this podcast is me and Alex talk a lot, mm-hmm. and we interrupt Daniel a lot. So luckily, this Ducks episode coming up, I know for sure, is going to be the Shining Daniel show. And I'm very, I'm very, very, very excited. Uh, all the Pearson Daniel, you might be my favorite person to listen talk about hockey. Like and, and Alex, Alex and I are like we're leveled. I don't take, I don't take offense. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not offended. No. No. What? No, I'm saying he's better than me too. I know. I'm, yeah, just, yeah. Jo- I'm just joking. Oh. I'm just. Joking. I just enjoy the conversations. You guys are great listening to as well. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going by me. I would Need that swagger. <laughs> oh I man. I do. I have the type of hair that changes style like six times depending on how much I play with it during the mm-hmm. episode. Excuse me, during the episode. You do have the Gordon Bombay hair, you know, where he like shows up. It's all neat and everything yep. and then comes with his little... It, it falls apart the worst for team plays, but... Uh, yeah. And I still like, I think it's just like one more thing. I just laughed at that where uh, Charlie's mom complains that he literally put like 20, 15 kids in, into one. It was... Oh, how do you know that it's going to stand? I just know. You idiot. There are children. Like, man, you just got done for DUI. Your law firm is against you. Like, if, if one of these kids get hurt, you're going to jail, Gordon. And he doesn't care. And he no. kissed that woman a few days later. A few That's months it. later. A few days later. A few, a few, uh, 40 minutes months. later. Gordon <laughs> Bombay has no thing of time. It's just all one thing to him. It's so and like everything he does is planned. It's like you know he's like um, forget about sure. God's plan. It's all about Gordon Bombay's plan. Did wow. you just try to reference Drake? No. Yeah, I think you did. No. 
I didn't even know that was him and Drake's song. Hot I don't, take? I don't the rap. No, I hot think take? he did. I think. This is a hot take. I like Emilio Estevez. I remember him more for this movie than Breakfast Club. Okay, Emilio Estevez is who? Yeah, you Gordon just Bombay. referenced Drake. Uh, I like- I'm still on this. Chris- yeah, he's a wrestler. He is. Oh, my God. When he was younger. Let's see, I've never fully watched The Breakfast Club. Neither of no? That's okay. No. Great 80s movie. Um, Not my favorite from... Um, oh, my gosh. How did I ever forget his name already? The writer, but... uh, Oh, John Hughes. But he also wrote Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No, that's a good movie. I think that's my favorite compared to Breakfast Club. Like, everyone... Breakfast Club, I think, like, it's a remembered a bit more. I guess because, like, it's a bit more of a serious movie. But, yeah, Ferris Bueller, that's my gold standard for John Hughes. Yeah, that's funny. But Adam just referenced Drake. I'm just putting it out there. No, that's pretty crazy. It's, his, it's, his first, it's his first pop culture reference. I swear to God, I will bring up my phone right now, and I will show you everything to do with music, and you will see oh, there's okay. nothing about Drake on this iPhone. I, I don't need I to. Heard, you. God's Care it's a about Drake, Drake song. It's a Drake song. Is it? Yeah. I'm sorry, Mark Rottweiler. Is Adam is secretly a Raptors fan. <laughs> <laughs> I said, if they get Giannis, if they get Giannis, I'll be, I'll hop on the wagon. The um, the wagon. I admitted this. I will. No, you, you didn't like the Kawhi one. I just didn't care enough about basketball. Still, well, I didn't know about Kawhi. All I heard was oh. like this guy was. Uh, well, from what I understood from the Kawhi oh. deal was. He's a lot. He's one of the best players in the league, and people yep. are too attached to Demar Derozan. And then I see the Golden Magical Run. Like, there's going to be a Disney movie made about the shot and all that. We all know there is. There better be. Uh, you know, and and yeah, That's like Samuel incredible. Jackson will probably play. Um, uh, he'll play Coach Kate Clay's get that. He'll he'll play. Um, who was the old Raptors coach? Dwayne Casey. Casey. Dwayne Casey. He'll play Dwayne Casey. Okay. Uh, because. I wonder if they get swept after uh, they win the president. Oh, not the presidents. They're first in like the East or something, and then LeBron owns them. And I just want to imagine there to see more. Samuel Jackson is who, just ripping them apart. Who plays Nick Nurse? Oh, Tom Cruise. I don't know. No, I'd say Philip Seymour Hoffman, but he's dead. Because I think Philip Seymour Hoffman would be fantastic. Uh, um, who would play Nick Nurse? Jonah Hill. Why not? No. Um, no, you don't like the analytics. I'm kidding. Moneyball. <laughs> Jonah. I mean, I could see Jonah Hill playing. Nick you think Nurse. he's kind of young? No. Or let's see him with a beard. Who's like a middle-aged white actor? Seth Rogen. <laughs> wow. I would be so okay with that. I would be okay with Seth Rogen. But Who plays the- Kawhi? Oh. Jordan, uh, probably? Michael B. Jordan. Because like, I try to look. Like, this isn't a good... No, man, that... How tall is Michael B. Jordan? That's fine. You don't have to worry about it. Or, um... What do you mean? You need some tall play... Like, tall guys. Like <laughs> you Marco, were about to say tall black guys. No, I wasn't... I was most definitely not. Marcus Saul. How tall is Marcus Saul? He's seven feet. God damn. Who are you going to find that seven feet tall? You can't... Just throw a random guy there. He plays himself in the movie. I don't know. Definitely. He would, he's the type of guy. He's the guy on the team. Him and Serge Ibaka are the two guys on the team where I could see them playing. Oh, Serge Ibaka, definitely good. Um, they can play themselves. You, you know yeah. who would play Fred Van Fleet? 
Who? Jesse Drake. Blake. Drake. Oh, Drake. Of course. Drake. Yeah, yeah. Who plays Superfan Nob? Himself. 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 No one can play. No one can just, play him. I'm just trying to think of other guys who could play Kawhi, and because the only good black actor towards his age I can think of is Michael B. Jordan. Um, like, wanted, and not Glover Jr. No, he's not good enough to play. I don't, he just doesn't. Who? Donald Glover? No, no, no. Danny Glover Jr. Danny Glover. I'll just Gambino. He's like you're Danny Glover's kid. Be proud of your name. Donald? Is that not Donald? Is that not yeah, his but name? Everyone calls no one calls him Donald Glover. Everyone calls him Danny Glover. That's how I know him, Donald Glover. Because that's his full name. Yeah, I've never heard anyone call him if, that, Danny Glover Jr. Man, I, 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 yeah, because he goes by Childish Gambino now. No, I tell I, when I ask someone about that, I'm like Donald Glover, and the only reason that is because he's community. Oh, uh, John David Washington. I think he's the uh, the son of Denzel Washington, but I think he'd be a good Kawhi Leonard. Is he tall? It's, um, it's a requirement. You got to be tall. I think he's just a good actor. He has the same facial hair as Kawhi. Does Kawhi have facial hair? I don't think a, he does. A bit, yeah, he has a, a beard. Bit. Yeah, he has a double beard. Kawhi Leonard. Let me just look up. I, I can't even think that he had to Oh yeah, he does. He does. He has I mean, to be. They have to be tall. Like to to play Kawhi, you don't have yeah. to show that much personality, right? So he can play himself. He's not. He has to be a fun guy. He has to play basketball. He can't record a movie. What I I, I man, I don't. You know what? I'd like to think. I'd like to think that Fulton didn't actually know how to skate, and they had to teach him. That would be funny. Yeah, probably. I'm thinking back that now too. Yeah. Who plays Fulton? I've seen this guy before. I don't um, know where I've seen him. And I he's know- a he's the uh, weapons expert, I believe, in Daredevil. Yeah, he's in Daredevil, right? Yeah. Is yes. Okay. Okay. Mighty Ducks Fulton. That's Ellen where I've seen. Henson. He's one of the lawyers, is he not? In the Netflix series. It's- getting confused with someone. He's Foggy Nelson? Yes, he's the lawyer. He's um his, he's the partner. He was in uh, Luke Cage yeah. as well as for the same yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, same character. They're all inter yeah, okay. interconnected or whatever. Oh, he was in Hunger Games as I don't know who Pollux is, but he played Neither. Pollux. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in The Death and Return of Superman, a short film. He played Doomsday. He was in Grey's Grey's Anatomy. Um He's been into a lot of movies. Wait, it's surprising. Listen. He's been in Law and Order too. Oh, he was he was in Dumb and Dumb Dumber. He played Turk. I don't know who that is. Never seen that movie. That's a good movie um, too. Saved by the Bell, new class. He played Dirk. Dirk, course, Turk, was, Dirk, this guy. He's on every single Mighty Ducks as Fulton Reed. That's good. Do they bring all the kids back for this the uh, the thing? Uh, we gotta watch the second one to find out. Damn it, Daniel. Uh, I don't oh, like I like I don't like movie spoilers. Fulton, I appreciate that. Uh, he's also in Jaws: The Revenge, a franchise that doesn't need to exist. By the way, man, other boy Fulton, Eldon Henderson, Henson. Man, there are some pictures of like man. He still looks when he doesn't have his beard. Yeah, he he just looks like he doesn't look very different, except. No. He, his hair is like blonde now, I believe. There are, yes. Yeah, he has blonde are, pictures. Yeah, yeah, it's lighter. 
All right. I as he's, as he's matured as a solid defenseman. I think it's a solid stay-at-home guy. That even when he makes a turnover, he'll get back to do so it. So did yeah. you uh, the Adam uh, Foot days? Yeah. <laughs> what? 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 Alex? No, nothing. I'll ask you after the show. Well, you guys okay. see uh, the next Assassin's Creed game? Maybe. I haven't played it since Revelations. You never played Assassin's Creed Four? No, I I stopped at Revelations and then. Howard. I don't know. Play four. I, like the four and that's the it. formula kind of got boring to me, man. But I mean, like, I know people told me it's different. I have a friend that works at Ubisoft that says uh, the games are great, but, like, I don't know. I just never had to. Oh, did you guys see what happened with The Last of Us 2? Oh, yeah, it leaked. This is a big. I know this isn't a video games podcast. That's okay. I used to be a lot into this stuff, eh? So I'd say the biggest game anticipated this year was going to be The Last of Us. I think the first one was. I think a lot of people have heard about it. It was this amazing story and all that. Gameplay was like whatever, but a fantastic story, right? And so what happened is Naughty Dogs apparently was getting some crap because they were overworking. That's it's pretty that a lot. There's a lot of big grinds and like their developers be working late hours, probably not going to get paid for it. It's not a most, it's not a glamorous life working for these game companies. And so Naughty Dogs is getting a bunch of crap for it. They've also delayed The Last of Us 2 inevitably, sorry, uh, indefinitely. They weren't going to do digital releases or something, I think, because they're trying to get their maximum dollar with it, which is, that's speculation on my part, which is pretty scummy. Sorry, they weren't going to do digital release? They weren't, no. So they were just going to sell it in store? I think... Even though they of, s- sell it at the same price? Exactly. So you're paying, now you're paying, wait, ex- how are you getting max dollar for it then? Because I think the way they're looking at it is they would prefer to have, like, when everything is back. I don't know. I'm not. Because that doesn't make sense. Listen, hey, I'm just telling you what's what's going on. All I heard was, like, the leak about, like, I'm I'm, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Sorry. Jumping ahead to uh, all of a sudden, the other day, an employee who was having some issues over some pay, coincidentally, Leaked a bunch of now leaks of games have come up before, but like, these were and I'm not going to spoil it. Even though I don't know how many people on, who listen to this show are going to play The Last of Us or The Last of Us Two, but like I was looking at it and the plot stuff that this guy leaked are like massive, Ma- like a massive character death. And I think they leaked the final boss and what could be another major character death, death which is. And like a lot of people have seen the story and they, they hate where it's gone, even though you've only seen two clips. It's just been a complete disaster. Like I can't think of the last time such a big mess has happened for such an amazing franchise. It's it's really sad to see. And I mean, if you if you're the guy who leads this, because um, people are taking his side, I think what you gotta remember is a lot, a lot of people work on video games. Not only is that not you can decide they're his, but then he's also just destroying all the hard work of all those other people he worked with. And do you think every single one of those people told him to go leak it? I don't think he did. So no. that was just that was something else that, that big that happened this week. Uh, if you want to listen to us talk about hockey, I understand. Sorry. Oh no, sorry. Just about the uh, whole like the amount of people that work it takes for a video game because I got to do my fr- uh, my friend Mark. He works at yeah. Ubisoft Montreal. Uh, he works on Rainbow Six. 
And uh, yeah, it's just like the work he's like told me about or like the things that kind of get into it and like how like, not like super secretive, but what they want to do to like the best experience to kind of, kind of keep it for the audience. Yeah. Like keep things under wrap. Yeah. Because you know, you really don't want leaks and that happening, right? I mean, like everyone somehow like the time travel aspect of Endgame came out before it uh, was I mean, that would have been a cool twist to find out. I mean, how else are they going to do it? I don't know. But anyway, let's say that you're thinking, like, what are these guys talking about? I want to hear the hockey. Well, um, we've got plenty of that stuff already up. Uh, you know, since August, we've been doing this show. Hmm. No, Over before August. August we talked. Before why did I say since August? When I was a part-time uh, member. Was a part. <laughs> I went, I went, when Daniel, uh, when Daniel was was here and there. Uh, before you know, the world started burning down, and uh, I know I got called out to the majors. Our first episode was July seventh. July? Oh my god! Wow, we're almost at one year. Wow. So we got to record on July seventh, right? Like that's confirmed. We have to. We have well, to. let's see what date it is. Yeah. Well, um, but anyway, um, it's a Tuesday. We'll do a, a we'll do a Wednesday episode on Tuesday. So, um, I guess quickly, just so you know, ladies and gentlemen, this of course was our last April show. Uh, tune in this Sunday on YouTube find your cast and who the, the show's YouTube channel and all that. We will be doing our own little award show uh, with, uh, you know, in regards to this season's NHL as it, it ended today. The awards we will be looking at are, of course, the Jim Gregory Award, which is the new GM of the – they renamed, of course, GM of the Year. Um, most Improved Player, Best Defenseman Defenseman. I'm renaming it the Fulton Reed Award. That's what I was going to ask you. Okay. James Norris Trophy, the uh, Hart, the Ted Lindsay, the Selkie, the Lady Bing, the Jack Adams, the Vesna, and the Cole. You know, each of us will also be making three personal awards. I, for one, of course, spoiler alert, will be including the uh, Gordon Bombay Award. I'll have the Adam Banks Award. Yeah. For most overrated overager. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to have. I wrote two down. Hey, are we good? And as always, we'll not keep the list the right amount. You know, it's really, really funny. I think like me and Alex are talking about it. And I think I said, yeah, yeah, Daniel's going to make like five awards and they're all going to have runner-ups. <laughs> Probably. So Corey Perry gets the lull moment of the year <laughs> for his walk of shame. And um, grizzled vet of the year goes to Corey Perry. <laughs> no, Grizzle Vet of the Year goes to Ryan Getzlav. Yeah. He's keeping the fort uh what is it? What's what's the Hold the, down. the, the, oh, holding the, fort, the fort down. Holding the fort <laughs> down. You know, the ducks could be a lot worse without him. Goaltender oh, in the worst position goes to John Gibson. <gasps> yeah. Probably. Now, that man should have a few Vesnas under his under his belt, but Yeah. For what, like, he has got through the last two seasons with that team? He deserves it. This year, it, I, he had a weird year this year. Like, he didn't have his best year. But the last few years have been spectacular. Considering, he's getting tired. Yeah, tired of doing, uh, I don't know what the hell he's doing. I started a GM mode uh, with Anaheim, and I traded John Gibson. Oh, yeah, you told me. Yeah. <laughs> I trained John Gibson. It was too good, right? Like you weren't losing enough? I wasn't losing enough. And the one time he got injured, I ended up finishing last. So I'm like, okay, I need a couple more years. I'll draft a goalie in the draft. 
I'm so bad in my uh, GM mode, like, because I'm using my creative team, the 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 Von uh, Mighty Roosters. Roosters, <laughs> 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 the flying cockadoodle do. Uh, my captain is Mario Giordano. I got him the expansion draft. Oh, and then... you did. You... I never take Mario Giordano. I I don't know why. Never. I don't know. It's like my first time through. I, you know, it's my first NHL in like seven years. So like my my top line's like Yanni Gord, Perron, and. Why uh, Matt Duchesne? You're not gonna win with him. You can't. He's cursed. That's exactly what he wants. You want to lose think, it the first few years, then trade Matt Duchesne. Yeah. I think I know it has an abundance of like. I don't know. I had that mentality. Like you know, you got to take the center, man. They're like the hardest to come by. Uh, that is true. That is true. By the way, I also love how one of the first games that the Mighty Ducks played. It's the guy with the with the Habs jersey who's taking the face off, loses the face off, then gets thrown onto his ass. I'm pretty <laughs> upset about that. I'm pretty upset about that. Okay. All right. That, I know that's the, done? Uh, I think they so. They didn't know about that championship not. run with them in 1993. All right. That's all I want to say. Okay, let's end, the, let's end the episode. Uh, if you like this episode, make sure you like it. Uh, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Uh, go to the YouTube page. Uh, check out the YouTube page. Uh, follow it if you want to see what our faces are uh, during the episode. Sometimes uh, Adam will go crazy. I'll go crazy. Daniel usually stays calm. Uh, make sure you check out the Instagram page. Leave comments in the posts. Uh, we might read them uh, when we talk about whatever the hell we're going to be talking about. And uh, subscribe to the podcast and rate it. Thank you. See you guys. Your Thank you. Favorite duck. <laughs>